Welcome to Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I'm your host, marketing and mindset coach, Ellie Swift, here to help you connect with your clients, create life-changing results in your online business and shine neon bright online. I built a multi-six-figure business in under two years and more importantly, have supported my clients to get amazing results. My clients have generated five and six-figure launches, tripled their income and completely transformed their lives using my signature framework, the Swift Marketing Method. In this podcast, I take you a layer deeper into my business, my life and my mind. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, I hope you're so well and having the most incredible day. I wanted to record an episode for you this week, which is very much off the back of the announcement that I made the week before last about closing Swift Mind to talk a little bit more about how I make decisions. Something that I didn't realize was that there would be a lot of questions around my decision-making process. And it's always so cool when you get fed back information that you don't know about, you know, maybe what your community or your people are thinking. It's just that reminder of how great it is to be in constant conversation with your people because you get served back and given the most useful information to create content with, to create programs with, everything else. Anyway, I digress. What I found in that sharing that information with you was that there were a lot of questions that came up. In fact, I put up a question box just a few days ago asking about, you know, what you wanted to know around that. And I had a bunch of replies saying, you know, I'd love to know a little bit more about your decision-making and how you make decisions specifically, you know, what what that looks like. And so I thought it would be really useful to literally bring you into my decision-making process, the questions I ask of myself, the view and the psychology around decision-making generally, how I perceive decision-making in my business. I've got a few very specific strategies and viewpoints around that. And the other piece that I wanted to speak to, which I'll talk to a little bit more at the end, is this concept or the idea of being in the liminal space in between decision-making. So for example, I've shared that I am in a bit of a space between at the moment, knowing that I've just made this decision around SwiftMind, but I haven't fully actualized everything that's coming next. So, you know, for example, I'm consciously taking that money off the table and not knowing all the ways in which it will be replaced as yet. Just being really comfortable within that space, I'm going to talk a little bit more about that a little bit later on as well. So the first thing that I just want to speak to here is like, let's just acknowledge the importance of decision-making in business and how crucial decision-making is. I mean, it's so key for us as leaders to be able to make decisions, not only for ourselves, but also for our team, our clients, our stakeholders, anyone that we might be working with to really create that sense of trust 
both, you know, trust for ourselves within ourselves, but also that sense of trust that others have of us. And I truly believe that when we are strong in our decision-making, it creates more safety for our team in particular and for our clients, knowing that we are committed and back ourselves in our decisions. You might know for yourself that if, you know, somebody makes a decision and you can see them kind of wavering in that decision. It does create a little bit of dis-ease and mistrust if they're not fully backing themselves in that decision. And so obviously making a decision is one thing, but really backing yourself in that decision is another. And as great leaders, it's so important for us to do that. So something that I often talk about with my clients is I say the best decision is a decision. The worst decision is no decision. And basically what I mean by that is that the worst thing that we can possibly do is be stuck. So if you are witnessing yourself in your business, holding yourself back from your next step, holding yourself back from the next move or the next thing you know you need to do and you feel stuck. And there's a difference here in being, you know, in the liminal space of the space in between and that being something that feels good and true for you in that moment versus feeling stuck. They're two very different things right? If you feel that you are stuck right now, then keep in mind the best thing that you can do is make a decision. The worst thing you can do is make no decision because in making no decision, you're going to keep yourself stuck in that place. And I truly, truly believe that the universe rewards decision-making because what it does is it it means that you're then going to move into action and that action creates momentum, which creates results of some kind. And so making a decision is so key because after decision becomes action and knowing that that's the space we need to be in to get ourselves out of that place of being stuck. So if you find yourself stuck, perhaps ask yourself, is there a decision I'm not making here? Is there a decision that needs to be made to help me move forward? Now, On the complete other end of the spectrum, something that I see often is knowing that you need to make multiple decisions within your business and actually getting yourself into a place of being super stuck because you feel like you have to make multiple decisions at one time. So if you're in a space where you're like, let's give an example here of let's just say, you are not currently bringing in as many clients that you would like in your business. And maybe you're also experiencing an income dip at the moment. And you know that that means you need to make some changes to the existing structure of your business at the same time when you would really like to be investing money in say ads to bring in new clients. That might feel quite overwhelming because you know that there's multiple decisions to make there. So what I tend to do in that situation is I look at what's the decision I need to make first and what are the subsequent decisions that I can decision park right now. So decision parking is a process that I do again within the business just to get me out of overwhelm. And what I do is I put a date in my calendar for whether it's a couple of months or a couple of weeks or whatever else of when I need to make that next decision by. What it does is it just really centers me and takes me out of that place of overwhelm. I had this conversation with a client just this week. So I was on a call with this incredible client 
and she was working out whether or not she wanted to continue with a specific mastermind that she created. So she has two masterminds for two different ideal clients that she serves, both of them, you know, high-end leaders. And she was working out, you know, do I actually want to continue with this one mastermind or do I want to continue with both of them? And there were a few other key decisions that she needed to make in her business. And so what we came to there was, well, actually, you don't necessarily need to make this decision about whether you're going to continue with this second mastermind or not just yet. The best time to make that decision is actually going to be in about two months time. And so what we did was we decision parked that decision. So it's literally a case of making a note in your project management software for us. We use Asana of, I'm going to make this decision on this date, and that's going to support me for the rest of, you know, what I need to do in my business. And what are the decisions I now need to make now? Or what is the key decision that I need to make now that's going to support me? And so you can see that decision-making is almost a spectrum here of identifying and isolating what's the decision I need to make now? What's the decisions that I can actually park? Am I stuck or am I just in that liminal space where I don't actually need to make any decisions in this moment? So I hope you can hear that I've just spoken to almost like a full spectrum of identifying what is the decision that you need to make in this moment to help you if you feel like you are in a space where you need to keep yourself moving forward, but you don't quite know what to do next. With that in mind, let's now talk about how I make decisions. I really want to share how I make decisions specifically and the three things that I do or three questions that I ask myself when I am making those decisions. So there's three questions if I were to to isolate it. And obviously, you know, I should say that my process isn't as methodical as this. It's kind of a, a combination of all of these things that I'm sort of processing at any one time. But if I were to like journal this out or if I was feeling overwhelmed and I needed to just ask myself some really clear, isolated questions, these are exactly the questions that I would ask myself. So the first one is very much a question that relates to making a decision from our absolute highest self. So psychologically, we make decisions based on our entire perception of self. We make it around our life to this point, the evidence that we have of ourselves, the the way in which we have shown up for ourselves in the past. And so that can work for us and against us. It can work for us if we believe that we are somebody who makes good decisions or we're go-getters or we've made a decision in the past where we have evidence that it supported us and so therefore we're going to make it again. Or it can work against us. You know, for example, you might have a story that maybe you invested in mentorship previously and you didn't show up for yourself in the way that you would like to and so therefore you are really resistant to investing in mentorship again. So that's an example of a time where we might be, you know, using that past evidence in a way where it doesn't necessarily support us. And so when I'm making decisions, I'm always really mindful that I want to make decisions based on what is true and best for my highest self, not what my past self thinks is best. So I'm going to give you an example in relation to making the decision about closing SwiftMind. If I made decisions based on my past self, I probably wouldn't have made the decision about SwiftMind because all of the evidence was that SwiftMind had supported my past self so much and I had so much evidence around why it was just so, so right for me as a program in terms of revenue and incredible clients and so, so many things. 
But when asking myself the question of what's best for my highest self, my decision-making process changes because I'm making decisions based on that. I'm actually looking at, well, what is my highest self telling me that I want to do right now? And I instantly become more open to change, more cognizant of the ways in which I'm being encouraged forward that aren't necessarily related to things or stories or situations that I've done in my past. And you can see as I'm speaking to this, just how many people in this world continue making decisions based on their past and it keeps them stuck in old habits and behaviors that don't necessarily serve or support them anymore. But when we think about making decisions for our higher self, we're making decisions through the lens and process of evolution, which of course just supports us to live out our fully you know, self-actualized self in this lifetime, which of course, if you're here listening to this episode, you care about just as much as I do. So that's the first question. What's the best decision for my highest self. Now, the second question that I ask, and I love this question, and maybe if you've been a client in the past or you're a client now, you've heard me say this on calls, am I making this decision out of love or fear? And basically what that question does is it helps us to center ourselves to ensure we're making, again, a decision from our truest self. So we've kind of done the highest self question, but this is one where it's like, am I making this as a decision from my truest self or am I making it out of fear? Again, to use the example around, you know, let's just say you're investing in in mentorship If you are making a decision because you think you're missing out on something or you feel like that particular mentor has a secret that you don't know about, that's probably a decision being made out of fear. Whereas if you are investing in a mentor because you know that they've got tools that will support you to take the next step that you want in your business and you can see and recognize how that's really going to support you, that's really more of a decision from love. So really checking in with yourself of, am I making this decision out of love or fear is a really, really great question to ask yourself. Again, if I look at it through the lens of SwiftMind as an example, let's just say I decided to continue with SwiftMind. If I asked myself the question of, am I making this decision out of love or fear? I would have recognized that I was making it out of fear because it was a way to keep money consistently rolling in. I had the wait list there. You know, I I would have recognized really quickly that it was not necessarily a decision that was going to support my highest self. So again, really great question to ask yourself to recognize the best decision to take next for your truest self. And then the third question that I really like to check in on is what feels right for me? Now, this one is one where it's an opportunity for you to really come back to yourself and how you're designed and your makeup. For me, I really love human design for this. So I know that as an MG46, I can feel when a decision is right for me or when it's not. I feel it for me in my whole body and in my stomach as well. And so when I sit with myself, when I go inwards, when I allow myself to create some stillness and silence, I can really identify what feels right for me. I know that about myself. If I ask myself the question of what feels right for me, it's going to really help me identify that next decision I need to make. And so what I would say here is to really encourage you to trust yourself in that process. Identify what is that for you? What does that look like for you? 
to, you know, be in that and to really, you know, trust yourself in that process. For you, if it's that you know you need a little bit of space to take a walk or you know you just need to sleep on something or you know that actually the first thing that comes up for you is usually the right decision, then I would encourage you to to play in that as well. So just knowing again that your decision-making process is of course here going to be different to mine and I really wanted to acknowledge that that in addition to asking some of those questions obviously we process information differently because we're all so very different and it felt really important to include this one as a hey check in with you on what feels truest for you here knowing that we all feel things in a different way. Okay, so they're the three questions that I would encourage you to come back to next time you're making a decision. Maybe save this episode for the decision-making process, flag it somewhere so that you can come back and and reference it and check in with yourself when you are in that decision-making process, which we are in all the time as business owners. So I know this is something that will be a really great reference point. I wanted to just finish this episode by talking a little bit about that liminal space that I mentioned before. So we spoke at the top of this episode about the difference between being stuck and knowing that you need to make a decision to move yourself out of it versus being in a liminal space where it's like, actually, there's no decision that's required right now. I've got the opportunity to continue forth as is, knowing that I will make a decision when the time is right. And so being able to discern the difference between both of those things is really key. For example, for me right now, I am in that liminal space where I have some answers around what's coming in the business. And I also know from, you know, going through these questions, checking in with myself that there are certain things I don't need to know the answer to yet. And there is an element of just being in this liminal space and giving myself the opportunity to do that. And so there are a few things that really support me while being in this space And those are the first one is that remember that we aren't always supposed to have all the answers right now. And I think that's really important to remember that we aren't always meant to have every single answer about our life in any given moment. Answers are going to come to us or show up for us when they're meant to. And that belief really serves and supports me. And for me, just to speak to this, this is based on my belief system that we are in co-creation with the universe in everything that we're doing. And so for you, it might be, for example, you might believe that God is going to support you to make that decision when the time is right. Or you might have a different belief about when you're meant to know certain things, but I can't think of any belief system in which we would think that we're supposed to have all the answers in any moment. I mean, if you even look at it through the process of evolution, like we're supposed to consistently evolve over time. And so even with that very scientific reference point, we're never supposed to have all the answers in any one moment. And I think that it's just really useful to remember that because so often our ego is trying to tell us, you're supposed to know all of this right now. You're supposed to have all the answers. And actually that's usually not the case. The second thing is I kind of take that a layer deeper and ask myself the question of like, what am I supposed to know right now? And what am I supposed to not know? 
again, with the SwiftMind decision, I knew that I was meant to decide whether or not I was continuing with SwiftMind, but I also knew that I didn't need to know what was replacing it in that exact moment. Because if I look at the financial health of the business, the business is very financially healthy. I knew and could recognize all the ways that I could continue to create cash flow in the business so that the business remained fully supported. And because of that, I knew that I didn't need to make an immediate decision around SwiftMind. What I actually knew was that for me, it was actually more about creating a little bit of that space for me personally in my life right now. And so checking in with that was so useful of being like, oh, okay, I can I can see that I'm supposed to make a decision around this, but I don't actually, and I'm not meant to make a decision around what's next. The liminal space is actually the thing that's required for me most right now. The third thing that I just wanted to speak to here, which I think is so useful, is it's worth remembering that as part of our biological makeup, our brain is wired to solve problems. Our brain needs to be chewing on a problem at any given time. And so something that can be a really useful mindset hack to do, and I really have to credit my mentor Lacey Sites for this one because this is something that she speaks about a lot and it's been really supportive for me, is recognizing that okay, if our brain is constantly looking for problems to chew on, what's the right problem that we can give it to chew on? So, so often we unconsciously get stuck in this idea that we have to stew on something or we're sitting with something that we're kind of trying to solve. And a lot of the time we're really trying to solve the wrong problem. So when you you know, move into that process of being like, okay, what am I actually making a decision around? And what am I not making a decision around? That's going to really support you to chew on the right problems. So as an example, I had a call with a client this week, in fact, where we had a conversation about, you know, this season that she's in, there is a particular project in her business where she has got it up to this particular point where she has had to do so much work around this particular thing. And there's actually been quite a lot of stress involved during that process. It's been quite a stressful time for her. And she's just come to this point where she's now handing this over to an external contractor who is going to be taking on the next piece of this in the process of what she's navigating in her business. I know I'm sounding a little bit vague here, but I'm just making sure that I don't give away any confidential information. And so in her handing that over, she now has this opportunity to exhale and go, ha, I've solved my portion of this. There was a big decision she had to make. She's made it and she's handed it over And she was recognizing how she was kind of projecting forward and being like, what do I need to do next? And and just in this almost stress response of like needing to try and solve the next problem around this. And something that we spoke about was, well, what is actually a problem that we can give your brain to chew on that is not this? Because there's nothing left for you to do here. You don't need to be chewing on this or stewing over this or worrying about what's going to happen next because you've done your thing that you can control. You've now outsourced that 
and let's give it something else to chew on. And so we talked about the thing that she gets to chew on next being the fact that she's going to be chewing on content and playful, creative ideas for herself and her business. And that's something that she gets to really play with and is going to give her the opportunity when her brain is like, we need a problem to solve here to go to something that's really going to support her rather than something that she can't control and also doesn't need to make any decisions on right now even though her brain is telling her that she needs to make a decision. So that's something that can be really important. And the practice of that is just catching yourself anytime your brain wants to chew on something and going, okay, no, 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 no. We're chewing on this instead. And actively remembering that you're separate to to your mind, actively saying to your brain, no, no, we're going to think about this instead. Like, let's move to this problem instead. So I hope that's really helpful because ultimately in the liminal space, what I find is that a lot of the time it's a process of slowing down a little bit. And if we have been going at a faster pace, our brain and our body resists that process of slowing down. And so being really mindful and conscious of the fact that we don't want to bypass that process if it's a season that we want to be in or need to be in next requires a lot of really, really conscious mindset work. So again, these are questions here that I hope you come back to again and again and again when you're making decisions. If you're going to take away anything from this episode, it would just be that reminder that ultimately making a decision is better than making no decision. And we want to get you as a leader out of being in that process of indecision, because that can lead to feelings of being really stuck. And that is just no place to be in your business. It's not supportive for you. It's not supportive for your team. It's not supportive for anybody around you. And so giving yourself the opportunity to be really active participant in your own decision-making process is going to be key. I hope you loved this episode so much. If you did, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would jump on over and give this podcast a five-star review. I would appreciate that so, so much so that we can get it in the hands of as many incredible coaches, creatives, consultants, amazing business owners as possible. Thank you so much for being here. I've loved it. Big love. Mm -hmm. 